Welcome to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Barry. Uh, Barry is a guy that emailed me and asked to be on the show. So we went back and forth a little bit, and uh, I kind of thought his soul story was interesting. So uh, I got him on the show, finally, after like a year of being on my waiting list. And uh, we sat down and had just a delightful conversation. We talked about uh, all his history with the games, his kind of negotiations with his his wife about it, and um, everything in between. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. Why don't you tell me the about like how you got into the Soul series? Tell me, tell me your Soul's origin story. Well, uh, I actually found out about it by uh, catching up with a mate for a beer. My mate Duncan. He, uh, he, we went out to catch up after a while, and he um, was talking about video games. And he mentioned this game where he's like, you know, oh yeah. Uh, it's a really good game. People come in and invade. They take your shit. Um, and <laughs> it's really hard. And it's, it's fucking intense. Uh, and all this stuff. And I'm like, that sounds terrible. Why would I want to play that? Like, um, because I was playing like Assassin's Creed and uh, the like sort of games, like Grand Theft Auto and all that sort of thing. Um, and I never really had even, I don't think I'd really tried uh, sort of RPGs mm-hmm. and uh, so we got back to his place and he just gave me his copy he's he lent it to me and this was um, Dark Souls or, or Demon Souls this is Dark Souls 1 this okay. is Dark Souls 1 sorry yes uh, and it was way back when I and the shitty story about this is it was the prepare to try edition but I had no idea about the DLC um, so I you know, went through it all uh, without actually playing it, but um, the it's a weird thing. Like, because I remember going through it, and I have no idea how I got out of the asylum. Like, I don't remember that at all. Uh, so, like, uh, all I remember is getting to Firelink and um, uh, just trying to go down to the catacombs. And continually getting smashed by the skeletons, <laughs> and I, I was I was one of those people that just kept going down there. But unlike uh, a lot of other people here, about like I didn't give up. I'm like, no, this is this is the thing. Like I'm meant to be playing this, so let's let's keep going. I had no idea about looking up towards the aqueduct and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but I'm like, well, I'll go to the skeletons. No, that's not working. Fuck it, I'll go down the elevator. And I think I did take the master key. <laughs> so I had all this access to everything. And I'm like, oh, cool. No, new line. So, like, um, I'll go down there. And why can't I hit these goddamn ghosts? Uh, and, and then, cool, no, not, not trying that anymore. Um, and uh, for, a while, for a long time, that was my only two options. I'm like, Try the skeletons, not still not working. They're still uh, respawning, and then all right, cool. I'll go try these ghosts again. Oh, maybe if I run through, it'll be easier. Uh, so <laughs> nope, I did try just it. more ghosts. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you get swamped instead. Um, and so you know, again, pissed off. Like, why can't I swim? Why can't I like just try all these other things? Uh, and it didn't work. But um, uh, because of all the stuff that my mate was saying. Uh, I wasn't playing online. Like, I didn't really understand the mechanics of um, being human and, and um, being hollow. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm playing offline because I don't want people to come in and take all my stuff. 
because uh, I didn't understand that they didn't actually get your gear or anything like that. I just, I'm like, no, I don't want to. Uh, and that was all the way up until Anolondo that I um, played offline. So it was quite a challenge, so, I guess. Was your uh, was your mate not helping you? Like Duncan just didn't bother to tell you, like, okay, just go up the stairs first. Like that's going to be the thing that <laughs> that trips everybody up. <laughs> Yeah, well, I did. I did send him a message saying, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, <laughs> and uh, like you, you said, this game was hard, but this is this is bullshit. Um, and and he uh, he's like, "Oh, did, have you gone up the stairs yet?" And I'm like, "What stairs?" Uh, and so he's like, "I gone I gone up the stairs and uh, talked to what's the cleric dude's name?" Um, uh, it's escaping me, but um, yeah, I talked to him. And I think I ended up killing him because there was nothing else that I could kill. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'll kill him and I'll kill the rest of the night. Because I want to at least hit something. Um, and, uh, yeah, and he's like, go upstairs. And I finally went upstairs, got to um, the, I was going to say the Undead Settlement, but that's wrong. Um, the, uh, go on. Undead Berg. Undead Berg, yeah. And, and got through there, and like it still took me forever to get to that first bloody little niche bonfire um, before all the the bombers. Um, but yeah, and then worked my way through up until to get through it. Like, but yeah, it was once it it like like the catharsis of bloody going up there. <laughs> so like, oh yeah, okay, I can I can at least plod my way through now and not smash my face against the wall. What was um like? What do you think was because obviously you kept playing the game despite all of this crazy like unforeseen difficulty and like not making any progress for what sounds like a pretty good length of time. What was it about the game that was drawing you into it that kept you going? I think it was it was mechanics. It's mechanics, like because I like I can't even presume to say that I was picking up on any law. I wasn't reading anything because again, I didn't know sure. anything. <laughs> like about the game, I was just sort of like, yeah, "Cool, let's let's um, just play." I, I just enjoy playing games for the play, so like that's why the mechanics was sort of get me in, and it didn't stump me, you know, using the bumpers for um, all the triggers for um, the attacking. attacking and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, but um, it was it was just fun. Like, yeah, like it. Uh, I kind of like because. It was a hard deal because, like, I um, once I got to Analondo, like, I spent seven and a half hours on that run to Austin and Smo, like, trying to trying to get him uh, before even trying to summon, like, because I just could not fucking get them. And and you go back now and like you you take one swing and you take a quarter of their health off uh, <laughs> compared to the meatballs that are in Dark Souls. Sorry, but like, um, but it was like a the what got me doing it was like I I kind of. I, I, I was like was like a drug. Like I, I'm bloody, you know, in the kitchen scratching my elbow, uh, the inside of my elbow, going, "I just want to play a little bit more. Can I go play a little bit more?" Because <laughs> uh, so, uh, I just, I, I like this was banging my head up against. Oh, I'm saying this more. Like they were my my brick wall. Like every 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 one of these games has a brick wall, and uh, at least for me. But um, but yeah, like it got to a point where my girlfriend wanted to destroy the PlayStation. Uh, like she hates Dark Souls. Very, very much, uh, and uh, uh, she is very much what you were talking about uh, in a lot of your other podcasts, like D- Dark Souls Widow. She is that person, definitely. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh shit, yeah. Uh, like, like, 
her whole demeanor changes as soon as I mention this game. Uh, and so um, when I finally, you know, started summoning in Enolando, like I was, people would fucking invade and I just get destroyed. And I'll be like, oh, good. Not only do I have the boss that I can't get past, I can't actually get there anymore because people just come in and just, you know, legs at me and then that's it um you said this was the uh prepare to die edition this was on xbox or this was on ps3 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 it's interesting to me yeah. that you guys that you that you had a pretty active player base because as far as i knew like australia was in its own like and no offense but just like its own crappy internet region <laughs> not, not allowed to play yeah. with the other kids in the world um were you playing <laughs> with other people or were like they were were the servers because for some reason i was thinking the servers were restricted but maybe they weren't maybe that's just something i, I have in my head no, like I was getting, I was getting enough summons. Like this was, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't like too far after. Like obviously it wasn't like 2011 or whatever. It might have been like 2000, like 12 or 13, because mm-hmm. um, the the prepared to try came out a year or so after. Yeah, about so almost like exactly yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah, and um, and yeah, like it was just. I, I get people and then I get invaded and I eventually got through it and, you know, obviously finished it all. But, um, yeah, it was just at no point did I want to put it down. It was it was the opposite. Like every time I died, I'm like, I've got to get this because this is you – know, it's, it's meant to be, you know, overcome. But uh, I did get soul crushed when I lost about 80,000 souls near the crystal by the crystal columns. Uh, no. down the, I, yeah yeah I, i'd saved it all up and then i'm just like oh god um but uh, after like summoning everything i got pretty heavy into co-op like i would just camp out and help people out and and do all that sort of stuff but yeah like p- completely missing the dlc uh until i bought actually bought the game uh last year uh or the i think it was the year before last but um because i finished it and gave it back to my mate and I got, I got pangs to like want to keep playing it it was really strange i'd never had that re- response to a video game before like just longing to play what it was and like his his uh his wife was like don't give it back to him why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just keep it just keep it he doesn't need it i promise <laughs> yeah, it was like that yeah um and but my girlfriend was very fucking happy to get rid of it but but yeah, but th- yeah, it sucked me in. Like in Dark Souls One, like and so I um, immediately wanted to keep playing. So was it I was just very that, happy um, like you wouldn't shut up about it? Is that the one, is that the reason your your girlfriend wouldn't or d- didn't particularly care for the game? Like, is was that because if you were playing other video games at the time, was it just like okay, he's playing Assassin's Creed, but he doesn't talk about it all the goddamn time, basically? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I I know. Well, yeah, I would have talked. I would have spoken about like yo, I'm. Trying to do this, and her response is always, "I don't care." Uh, and uh, <laughs> but then, like, I think a big part of it was the combat noises. Like, so I'd have the volume on normal or whatever, and she just hear this ching, 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 doom, uh, like just gotcha. like, all those okay. noises. And and uh, she, she, yeah, I guess she just wanted to stab me or something. Like, she just hated every, <laughs> all of it. Uh, but you know. Well, what was the, uh, like, you got to enter Londo, you started doing all this multiplayer stuff and you eventually finished the game. Um, if you were on the hook that bad, did you at that point then go and start like looking up stuff online about it? Cause if it was about a year after the game was released, like all of the wikis and stuff were pretty populated and that was kind of the, the high point of the souls craze that dark souls one kind of caused on YouTube and Twitch. Did you get into the, the online community at all? 
Yeah, well, I, I, I did end up going and looking stuff up. Like, especially, like, if I hit a brick wall, like, I... I tried my hardest not to, but as soon as I found that there was like a wiki that would tell you what to do and where to go and where to like how to get certain items and stuff, I'm just like, yeah, cool. I, I, I've, I've uh, put myself through the gauntlet enough to be okay with getting a tiny little bit of help, um, and and so yeah, I, I think I I think I found like the the IGN wiki or something, um, and and looked through that, and that's where I sort of started finding out. That there was actually you know, a storyline and lore, and um, that I wasn't just going through meeting random people uh, at a time, and and so yeah, like I just went through again and uh, tried to you know pick up all the stuff that I missed or go to areas that I missed. Like I think I, I didn't go to um, I, I can't remember if I went to Paint of World or not, but um, it was yeah I did that time at least. But I don't understand why I did not figure out that the DLC was there. Uh, <laughs> because I actually, you know, I, I got the pendant. I killed the the crystal golem in the archives. Um, not the archives, but yeah. Oh, that, that's, um, the hard part. that's the hard part right there. So <laughs> you did pretty good on that one. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, I, uh, I got dusk, like, uh, and all that sort of stuff down the bottom. And I, I did every step, but I had no reason to go back to that corner um near the hydra to you know look and see what was there to get grabbed by menace <laughs> so yeah i was shattered like when i found out that that was a thing that i missed all this content like really good content um for years yeah it's um like it, arguably that's some of the best stuff ever you did you, you mentioned that you went back just a couple of years ago and and went through it, all that process right Oh yeah, yeah, I went back after like DS2, Bloodborne, and Scholar. But like the the reason I bought Dark Souls One again was because my daughter and my girlfriend wanted to watch Frozen, and I refused, so I I bought it online. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like there are repercussions to your actions. Uh, like, so I uh, I I yeah, they were watching Frozen, and I was in there making a new you know weird character, and because um, like I'd. Uh, I'd got into, I got into like the community and everything. I didn't like find Vardy or anything like till way way later. Like when I revisited, like or when I got the the urge to sort of want to go back to it. Like that's when I found all the the YouTube uploaders and and uh, the reason that I bought Dark Souls One again was because I played two and Bloodborne and everything. And I just wanted to play one. Uh, I was looking on Twitch, and just and that's how I got into watching like speed runs and challenge runs and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, like it's again, it's the only video game that I will watch someone else play uh, for a long period of time, and you know, it's enjoyable still. So it's a really strange sort of thing. No, I mean it's it's that's kind of what kicked me off for watching. Because I, I knew that, you know, speedruns were a thing for a long time. And I would watch, you know, oh, wow, someone can beat Super Mario Brothers in four minutes or whatever. But, uh, like, I didn't, I don't think I had a Twitch account until uh, I started watching people play Dark Souls online. And a lot of that was because, like, the people I hung out with were real big into steam, stream, stream sniping, right? Like, we would see all these streamers with hundreds of viewers and be like, yeah, let's go kill him. <laughs> That'd be fun. Let's go <laughs> invade him and, and, and fuck him up. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that doesn't strike me as odd at all. Like, I think that was the kicking off point for a lot of people's kind of Twitch things. That's the only reason I started, like even had an interest in streaming. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, I can, I can be a cool dark souls guy too. That'd be, be no problem. 
<clears throat> yeah, but like I can imagine what you were going to do that because I've seen like some of your videos and like kind of, you know, what is it like comic justice and your fat Tarkus uh, people. I'm like, like seeing you do that made me feel better when I'm a dick in these games. <laughs> like, is like, because like there there are like um, like even now in Dark Souls three, like I I fully got into that sort of. I'm going to have some fun with these people. Like, if I'm not going to ruin their day, they're going to get a chuckle. So it's it's one extreme or the other. They're not just going to go, oh, that guy was weird. Uh, like, <laughs> it, that's where I started getting into, like, making really strange-looking characters and calling them, you know, weird names that they have to sort of figure out and, and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, like, um, it, well, I'm curious, it, was, it was only when I got back. After you got... Um, well, after you got finished with the game and you had to give it back to your friend, like you had a PS3, was there any temptation to go pick up Demon Souls and go check that out, or did you not? Were you even aware of that game at the time? No, I wasn't. Like uh, I, uh, like I, I must have looked up some stuff, but didn't just been totally oblivious to other stuff. Like um, it was like no Dark Souls. Why, why? I didn't get. I probably didn't get the idea of like spiritual successor, um, sort of thing. So I didn't even. Look, I looked for games that were Dark Souls, but not. Demon Souls. I didn't actually probably do any real research to figure out that there were other games before it. Um, uh, Demons was the last one I played. Like I only played Demons, I think, last year. Okay. So were you were so, just you were just without Souls until Dark Souls Two came out, and you picked up Dark Souls Two. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've developed a thing that I reckon uh, FromSoft have it, have it out against my girlfriend because we had my daughter when dark souls 2 came out mm-hmm. and so so i was playing the entire time like uh like it came out when she was born and i played dark souls 2 with her on my lap uh like as a as a newborn and um and yeah again girlfriend got pretty bloody annoyed and angry at it uh she definitely <laughs> if she wasn't if she wasn't a widow already she was then uh but um uh, well, that's nice. It's bonding like, time, though, because it's not like your daughter was doing anything else, right? Like, she's just she's basically just a blob that eats. So she might as well hang out and play some Dark Souls. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're useless at that stage. Um, and, yeah, like, I... And see, like, the thing with Dark Souls 2 is, like, you get... The thing, I, I like the game. I played it for enjoyment and all that sort of stuff. Like, and... Like, I... I kind of get why people rip it to shreds, but I don't get why people to rip it to shreds. Like, because that was the game I bought and I didn't have to give it back. Like I played a lot of hours in that game and like that became my Dark Souls game. Like, yeah, Dark Souls 1 was my first entry into it, but like Dark Souls 2 was the one that I, you know, had multiple, multiple playthroughs and, and all that sort of stuff. Like, um, but uh, it's like, it's much easier to play. Uh, what do you think about that? Um, but with this, like, I went into it with probably the mindset I should have gone into Dark Souls 1 with, like, because I started invading, I was doing PvP, um, and, like, I was summoning from the start. Like, I enjoy summoning. Like, I don't see summoning as sort of easy mode. I enjoy, I see it as, you know, playing with other people. Like, you know, they're probably trying to figure out the level and so I'll summon them into my game because when I'm putting my sign down, I'm trying to figure out the level as well. But um, uh, it was with Dark Souls Two was the first sort of um, foray into other getting other people 
um, uh, interacting with other people about it. Like mm-hmm. um, the, at the time, there was a um, TV show, um, Good Game, a, uh, a review game game on one of the channels down here, and there was a guy named Bajo, um, and he like loved the series. So when like when the review was this, for this, like I watched it, and like he was the first person I sort of saw to get like kind of like me, like really excited and just like, oh my God, this is, this is, this is happening. This is a thing. Um, and, and it's actually how I met my little mate, Mark. Like I started working at a new, um, at a new place and it was pretty much like that scene in Steen and Step Brothers where like, are we best friends now? Like, do we just become <laughs> best friends? Because, uh, because like, uh, one, another dude was asking me, you know, what I'd done, what I'd done on the weekend. And I'm like, oh, I just played a video game. He's like, oh, what video game? Uh, I was like, oh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2. And, and you could just see my mate Mark's ears like prick up and be like, excuse me, what did you just say? Like, and just like immediately walk over, like ignore everyone else around them. Uh, and it's like, you know, that, the, the questions of like, who's your best boss? Like, what do you like to do? Like all this sort of stuff. And it's just like, yep, we're, yeah, that's, that's us now. Um, and so we started playing co-op runs together uh, based on that. And, and yeah, that was, that was really fun. Oh man, that must be a, that must be a blast. You were doing that in Dark Souls 2, right? I'm, I'm still, we're still in Dark Souls 2. Yes, we're in Dark yeah. Souls 2, yeah. Uh, in, in vanilla, yeah, so. Um, must have been but, pretty difficult to yeah, keep like, like, so, your, and, your soul memory pretty close together to be able to run that whole game. Were you just kind of trading off, like you would clear area in his world and then he would clear area in your world? Yeah, yeah, that's, we had to, like, and, and, and he was pretty bad for, like if I couldn't play, he would go and play, and then he'd like just get his soul memory out of the like uneven, and so I'd have to go and kill like a, a pursuer or something, and uh, to get it even remotely back closer. But uh, but it was fun. Like, it was it was because he like because I kept playing with him, I started making all the the weird looking characters and everything, just so it was stranger when he got me into his game. <laughs> Like I, I, I do a character creation and then take a photo of it and send it to him, like just because you know then it would show up in his phone and then it would you know weed him out for a second. <laughs> what was the uh, experience like moving uh, to to Dark Souls Two from Dark Souls One? Like it's 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 a fairly dramatically different game, like within the confines of the Souls universe. So I'm kind of curious what your opinion on it was. Like, did you have a pretty easy time with Dark Souls Two since you had the Dark Souls One under your belt already? Yeah, yeah, like I, um, it was, uh, yeah, I, it was, it was a, I found it a lot easier, like, but again, it was probably easier because I, um, was summoning a lot more and, like, just getting the lay of the land, like, uh, I, I was playing it the way, like I said, I was, I was supposed to, or, like, that's a nice way to play it because, um, with, Dark Souls 1, yeah, I was going it alone, and it's a much sort of slower game. Like, don't, don't even get me started when we get back to Demon Souls. Like, um, and so it was just, yeah, I just, it was just enjoyable. Like, I, I went in, like, and I, uh, I was camping out at, um, oh, shit. The, I can see why, like, every time you guys, reach a point where you're like, I don't remember the name of a place or a person. Uh, and I'm like, it's this one. It's this one. And now I'm in the situation. I'm like, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Uh, like Iron Keep. I camped down to, uh, to do PVP. 
um, and, and really enjoyed it. Like uh, that was that was fun. Like I get on there and I, I'd lose, and like I kind of made it like a challenge thing for me. Like I'd have all like my weapons and everything, and I'd get on and I'd play um, uh, against someone and just get destroyed, and like not realizing that they'd leveled up to like level four hundred and fifty, and they were just fucking. They had like a shitload of HP. Um, uh, and, but it made me try different weapons. Like, like I'd, I'd go in, uh, and I'd lose with like an ultra great sword. So I'd change to a long sword and then I'd win and then I'd win and then I'd lose. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to change to a katana. Uh, and like, so I'd, it made me try out all the weapons. So like if I lost with a weapon, I would try a different one. And it meant that I ended up like with, I think, I miss power stancing. Power stancing was fun. Like uh, I end up power stancing a um, sunlight straight sword uh-huh. and chaos blade, and and like one R two of that takes off like three quarters of someone's health, and um, <laughs> and I, I I end up like finding uh, like sunlight blade and. Uh, a bunch of other people like Terramantis or something um, online and they were playing like these little games with each other like you know you drop three weapons and or, yeah and then the other person drops three weapons and you pick it up and whatever weapon that is you have to use it whether you can wield it or not and I started doing that with my mate uh, and and yeah like the when we had to go we're like all right cool real weapons let's actually have a fight against each other and he would hate it because i would go to that build and i'd just do one hit and he'd be almost dead and he would just crack the shits at me um because that was my pvp person and he was built for it but that's uh, hilarious <laughs> that sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was it was really good um and like I said, like a different way to play it. Like other people have their fists only and, and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, like I like those little games of, um, and Silent Blade is really fun for it. Like, um, uh, like run across this bridge while other people, while archers are trying to shoot you and all that sort of thing. But yeah, the three, the three weapons, like as you drop it, we ended up dropping a really good weapon, like a plus 10, a normal weapon that hasn't been upgraded and then just a shit weapon like a broken straight sword or it was like something terrible mm-hmm. uh like a catalyst or something <laughs> and and, he, and yeah it was luck of the draw but it was always really good cool sounds like you have just a delightful time in dark souls too like um i know some people were kind of salty about the the way that dark souls 2 was i think they were people's expectations coming from a sequel for to probably one of the greatest games of all time were a little too high. So, but it sounds like you had a, just a great old time playing some dark souls too. Yeah. yeah well, it, it was, it was in there and um, like, I'm probably, some of those stories are probably mixed up with scholar as well. Um, but, but yeah, most of my hours are in like a mixture of those dark souls uh, two games. So either vanilla or scholar. Because they were just fun, like to just go through. To me, like you know, then I I enjoy all of them. Like I can see, you know, I I miss the connected world from one. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with Dark Souls three, I, you know, I liked the no real callbacks. Um, so it was like it was its own game, like you know, in the world, but not. Hey, do you remember this? <laughs> yeah, sort of stuff. Remember when? <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so was Bloodborne a like four hundred fifty dollar video game for you? 
when it came out? Uh, Bloodborne, yes. Uh, more or less it was. Um, we had I had Mark uh, sort of every single goddamn time I saw him saying, are you going to get Bloodborne? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and so I eventually looked it up and found out, you know, that it was, uh, it was from software and, and all this sort of stuff. But, um, but yeah, every single time I saw him, I was, do you want to get Bloodborne? I'm like, yeah, hi, morning. Um, but yeah, I bought it as a reward for finishing my PhD. So, <laughs> so that was, I bought Bloodborne and the PS4 um, because I finished the doctorate and, and um, that seems like a worthy, worthy prize at the end of an incredibly grueling experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it was just yeah something I needed to do. Like, so it, was, it wasn't just for Bloodborne. Like I think I ended up I wanted to play um, a whole bunch of other stuff on it, but like it was kind of early, so there wasn't a whole great deal. But um, but yeah, like. I liked the different sort of gameplay and everything in there. Like I, I was at first, I was shit at reposting with a gun, but um, and Gascoigne just kept destroying me. I missed cleric beast for like most of the game. Um, <laughs> that's surprisingly that that's surprisingly common when I talk to people that they you know kind of just skip right over that and then go into Gascoigne, not really just kind of by accident. Um, which it kind of weirds me out because like I. I remember when I was playing that game, I was exploring it pretty closely. And like there, there's that empty hallway over there. And I was like, yeah, there's probably almost definitely a boss. Of course, I think, I think also maybe I was a little different because they, they had done the network test before that. And even though I didn't get into the network test, like everyone had, I had watched the streams of everyone like fighting the cleric beast and everything. So maybe I was a little spoiled ahead of time. So maybe I shouldn't be so, I shouldn't be so hard on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was the worst though. Like is again, like he was, he was such a, like challenge like to just get your head around like this person who knew what they were doing when you didn't yet like you know everyone up until then were like the villagers or um the townspeople and like apart from the massive like machete or whatever they've got uh guys who just destroy um yeah like when i i hit uh gascoigne it was just forever to get past him and then he transforms and makes it even worse like you, you get in somewhere and then he turns into a beast and you know, <laughs> then you're stuffed. But um, but yeah, I like Bloodborne. Like, but the weird thing with Bloodborne is I haven't really felt too much compulsion to go back to it. Like, um, I've played it like heaps and heaps of times, and like, I've got the the platinum on all of them. And it was like whenever I went back to it, it didn't have the same draw card of just go through it. And I don't know why. Like I, I, I really like the game, so um, I don't understand why it doesn't have as much draw card as the other ones. Uh, what are, um, like, are you? Do you feel compelled to play Dark Souls one, two, and three over and over again? Still? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, Dark Souls one, uh, pretty much always like just to try stuff out. But um, I, uh, with Dark Souls two, I tried doing Return to um, uh, Dream Lake. Uh, last, last year and it was good to sort of get back into it but like after playing all the other ones like it was you know not as mechanically fast or smooth as three and not as slow as one or demons but like um i used it as a way to sort of I'd, i've tried a whole bunch of different power stances with that one as well like just i'd grab two weapons of a kind wait until i could see that they were power stancing and not just putting one on my back and go through and it made it so much goddamn harder like to, to just trying to do that like 
I'm like, why is everything else like really easy? And then you try to use these two weapons and it just doesn't do anything. So like uh, Vistat or whatever took me forever to get through because he just kept destroying me because nothing I was doing was getting him. But, but, um, but yeah, I don't understand why um, Bloodborne, like I, I, cause I went through and got the DLC, like I got old hunters and all that sort of stuff. And uh, it was really fun. And we did a, a co-op playthrough of that as well. Um, but but it would, like there was just things about it that I wasn't really compelled, like I said, to just keep going over and over and over. So I don't know what the difference between those two is in terms of that. Hmm. I'm curious. Do you think it's like a like between Bloodborne and the Souls games? Do you think it's like a setting thing, or just maybe the fact that um, just the the kind of core difference in combat styles, where Bloodborne's moving, you know, fifty percent faster than the Souls games, generally speaking. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know. Like it's okay. It's again, it's really good. And whenever, like, uh, I know you guys. Whenever you talk about it, and like, someone talks about one of the games, like re- with with lots of love, uh, you're like, now I want to go back and play it. I get that reaction as well when you guys pl- talk about it. And um, and then I like try to, and I'm like, oh, cool. But I guess because I've played them sort of to death by trying to platinum them. Like, trying to platinum these games does take something out of them, I reckon, like, because it forces you to do it, and I guess that that force uh, makes it a little bit less useful. Like, you know, trying to farm those ears on the knights in in Analondo, like, it was just terrible. Um, But uh, when I was going for that, but but with Bloodborne, like, it was trying to get like the right of Lash. No, not right of Lash. Um, uh, what's, uh, Maria's weapon. Oh, the, uh, Rikuyo. Rikuyo. Yeah. Oh, the, that fucking cave. There's fucking, um, there's fucking like, charts, like, man. Yeah. I think I was like the only <laughs> weapon I didn't have. Like I had to choose between two characters when I went back to that. I'm like, one has the, that Rikuyo and one doesn't. Uh, but has like more of the stuff in the game, uh, and I opened up the one that didn't. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I'll go in and I'll just quickly, I'll quickly go get the Rakuyo. Yeah, no, uh, that didn't didn't happen. So I had to go to the other one and like do a whole bunch of extra content just to get through um, to get the platinum because I wasn't interested. But like um, one of my other mates was like, you'd like. 94% on all of these games. Why aren't you trying to get them? I'm like, because I know you got to farm. Uh, I know you got to grind through a whole bunch of stuff. And then I got it for one, and I'm like, well, I probably should try it for one of the other ones. And and that was the that was the, the slippery slope. Um, and I just went back through and, and got it for all of them, like apart from vanilla. But now I'm compelled to try and go back and get that one as well. Um, but but yeah, like. Um, yeah, but like but as a game, like it's a great game, like and and really sort of fun, and I've played heaps of it. But yeah, for some reason, just I'll get to it when I want, like when I feel like it, and I hardly ever feel like going back to it. So after you, I mean, like, are you you're basically playing these pretty much as they're released? Like you went from not, I know Dark Souls one you didn't, but Dark Souls two, and then Bloodborne, and then I'm, I'm assuming Scholar because that was shortly after Bloodborne. But uh, are you are you picking all of these up on release as you play them? Yeah, pretty much. Like, um, yeah, like uh, with Scholar, I wasn't going to get it, um, uh, but like, let's. I I just decided. Well, 
I don't want to go back to my PS3 anymore, so I'll get um, Scholar to have on the floor. And and most of my hours are in, you know, like I said, across the DL, uh, the Dark Souls 2s. Um, and, yeah, with, with Scholar, I did a shitload of PvP and co-op, and um, that's where I did all the, the different weapon, each death sort of thing. And uh, uh, But when I got Scholar, that's when I fully got the pangs to want to go back to to, to one and where a lot of the Twitch and speed runs and stuff came into it. Gotcha. But yeah, but then like, yeah, after Scholar is when I went back to Dark Souls one and waiting for Dark Souls three to come out. Basically. Did you, um, is this, is this when you played demons finally, or did you wait till after you had finished Dark Souls three to play demons? After three, I, I, um, uh, I got demons again. <laughs> actions have repercussions. I got demons when my girlfriend wanted to watch uh, like AFL, like a football game. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and, like, she's like, I want to watch the, uh, the this this game with my team in it, and I'm like, well, if you do this, I'm gonna buy demon souls. Um, you guys have this so weirdly adversarial relationship when it comes to like things that you're interested in. <laughs> Maybe you should just buy yeah, two yeah. TVs that let let her watch her stuff on one TV, and you can play your souls games on the other TV. <laughs> yeah, the problem is the PS4 is on the the big TV, uh, so so then then then. It, the adversary comes in of like now I want to watch it on you know big TV few round sound all that sort of stuff I'm like sorry I've I'm oh God, uh, I'm I'm playing video games now uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, but yeah so that that's when I went back to demons um, after uh, I finished um, after three well let's let's talk about Dark Souls three then and we'll we'll finish up with demons uh, so Dark Souls three is is a little bit of a controversial game for reasons you kind of mentioned earlier with all the weird callbacks and everything but I still feel like it's probably the best playing game with Souls in the title I still think Bloodborne probably plays the best out of all of them but there's something about Dark Souls three and just the movement and the action that I, I really like it's just a really they they're perfecting that formula to a degree just on the way that your character moves. Where did you like where were your expectations number 1 like going into Dark Souls 3 and then number 2 like where did you come out on that game? It, my expectations were like I, I again like I, I I like to think I'm for enjoyment the same way I sort of watch movies like you know if they crap movies I'll understand that they're crap but um but with this game I just wanted to go in and and play some more content. Um, but yeah, with all the callbacks, I got a bit over the callbacks, like, uh, as I went through, because two didn't really have any, like I had a couple, but they were like super subtle. And, but, uh, I, I enjoyed the sort of fun and quick fluidity of it all. Like, and that's something that I guess they learned from Bloodborne or at least was an option. Um, but but yeah, but by the time I got to Dark Souls Three, like um, I I tried Lords of the Fallen, and I put it down. Like I I usually finish games, uh, when I get them. But the Lords of the Fallen, I put it down. I didn't want to play. Like I just everything was the same. Um, and it don't worry, that me. is a perfectly and, normal reaction. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> it was free on um uh, uh the PS Plus or whatever, and I got it, and I'm like cool i'm i got what i paid for like uh, I, I didn't i just didn't enjoy it it was too slow uh, and lumbering and all that sort of stuff but um i would also started watching a um prepare to try um uh oh, i think called prepare to try by ign uk mm-hmm. uh which uh, 
the Let's Play I think you've been told about before, but like they were playing Dark Souls 1 in the lead up to Dark Souls 3, and then they started playing Dark Souls 3 as well, uh, eventually. They're doing Bloodborne at the moment. But, um, but, but yeah, Dark Souls 3, like, it was this... I, I, I wasn't so much up for the hype. I tried to stay away from spoilers and everything. Like, um, I didn't get... I don't think I really got spoiled for anything. I might have got spoiled for Firelink and Andre. But, um, like, I watched trailers and everything. But, yeah, I tried to stay a little bit cleaner, I guess, than um, than usual. Gotcha. You didn't, but, want to be, uh, you didn't want to be spoiled, basically, on what Yeah, yeah, happen. yeah. I, I wanted to go in and just enjoy it. But, like, but, uh, but like I was, I was, uh, I did manage to get surprised by uh, Analondo, like um, by going up through Irithel or whatever. Um, I, I sort of, I'm on the the spiral staircase, you know, going up, and I'm like, this is kind of familiar. Um, and then I step off, and there's the title card, and I'm like, holy shit! Um, <laughs> and, and, I sit at the bonfire and I text message uh, my mate Mark again. And I'm like, so where are you at in the game right now? Like, <laughs> like so I enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoy those conversations on. you have with your friends that play Dark Souls. When you, when you find something kind of big and huge and you're like, oh my God, like I want to ask him if he's seen Anne Orlando, but I can't ask him if he's seen Anne Orlando because that would tell him that Anne Orlando is in there. That's not going to work. <laughs> uh, it's worse when there's the back and forth. Like, uh, like you know, have you be, have you gone to this area beyond this area yet? It's like, why? What are you saying? Do you know about this this thing over here? Like that's sort of <laughs> both trying not to say anything, but really not saying anything. Uh, like, I don't so know like, why it um, was uh, just Bloodborne, but when Bloodborne came out, like on Twitter, pretty much everybody just adopted this use of like initials for everything. Like even to a, a, a stronger degree than happened with Dark Souls Three, which I think was really weird. But like everybody just kind of automatically did the same thing. Which is kind of weird and great. Like I loved being able to talk around stuff like that. It was it was yeah. fun. But yeah, like it was just. Um, uh, I, I liked some of them. Like when when um, what was it Sigurd came up the elevator? I'm like, what's going on? Like, um, did we need this? Like I had the wrong reaction to that one. Um, but. You know, like, I'm cool with weapons showing up and everything. And, and Alondo got me because that was kind of fun and funny. But then it, like, reusing Gwendolyn was a bit weird. Which, uh, Gwendolyn, again, a boss I'd never got, uh, never done um, until I got the game again. Because uh, I had no idea that you could kill Gunavir uh, or, like, the illusion of her. Um but I had the weird moment yeah. where the NPC just straight up told me that I'll be going to Anne Orlando. And I was like, wait a minute, yeah. wait. <laughs> I'm going to do what in the what now? So it was, and I've, I've told that story on here before. Like it's, it's always one of those moments where like, I was still shocked. Like I still walked up and was like, holy shit, this is the dark moon tomb. And okay, this is the bridge elevator. What the fuck is going on in this game? Why is this stuff here? Like, I don't understand any of this. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a really tricky one um, with that because you sort of like you like the familiarity, but you want them to do something else. Like, you know, could we have had a new area? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and and yeah, I think yeah, all the amount of callbacks. I'm cool with some callbacks, but the amount of callbacks that came through in Dark Souls Three, I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, here we go, and and you know, there we go again, and like they. They started trying to subvert it with with Sigurd 
and a couple of other things. But I guess I liked Dark Souls 1 as, as it was. Dark Souls 2 kind of did its own thing for better or worse. And then Dark Souls 3, I think, like, I think you've said it or, uh, or Gary said it, uh, where it's like Dark Souls 2 seems like it takes place like millennia in the future. And then Dark Souls 3 seems like it's been like, you know, 100 years or 50 years. Um, yeah, Gar- Gary and, said that and then I stole it and I've been saying it a lot more than him so that I can claim it. But yeah, and so that's, 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 that is what it feels like. And it makes 2 seem even stranger um, because it's, um, it is so standalone. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I'll be, um, I just interviewed somebody, um, and she said that she was, the thing she wanted most out of From was to find, uh, I'm going to butcher this dude's name, but the director of Dark Souls 2 was, uh, or one of the directors of Dark Souls 2 was Tenamura. Tenamura? Forgive me, people. I'm just, I'm just, sometimes I just can't get the syllables all in the right order, so I'm sorry. You guys know who I'm talking about, that guy. Um, she wanted a, a game from him directed solely by him because of those reasons, because it, he had so many interesting ideas on what to take the franchise that weren't, you know, the kind of the stuff we saw in Dark Souls 3. And I, I've been thinking about that a lot since uh, I, I talked to her, which was about a week ago. And her episode will come out just a couple of weeks before this one will, so that people already have heard this. But um, I've just been thinking about that a lot and thinking like, yeah, I would I would like to see someone take it, just pull this game into a, a completely different direction than Dark Souls 3 did. So. Well, tell me, tell me about, uh, tell me about Demon Souls. Like, what was it like after playing all of these games basically in order, and then going back to the original to go back to something that's a little bit uh, clunky around the edges, but still, you know, has that solid core. What was it like playing that? It it was slow. Like, I I got in and I I'd never looked up anything. Like, I think I'd started looking at uh, speedruns for it, um, and. Like, there was only a couple of people even trying to do it because it was sort of, you know, it's an old game on an old console. But, um, but like, it was it was so slow. I, I And but the thing is, like, I got through and I smashed my way through all the way to Adjudicator. And, like, I was having no trouble at all. And I'm like, oh, what's the big deal? Like, I must, uh, I must be such a you know veteran that I can <laughs> I must be so good. Through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the other games must have uh, prepared me so well for this that I'm totally fine. And um, then, like having that, this is easy. I'm like, this is good. This is fine. Like, I'm just going to enjoy this game and go through it. And then I hit the brick wall, and I've never lost so many fucking souls in any of the games than I did in Demon's Souls because I just couldn't fucking get anywhere. Uh, and I think, because I went through, like, um, I, I went through linear, like, uh, until you hit that wall that you can't get through because of, um, uh, you don't have a great one's uh, soul or whatever, like, uh, behind Tower Knight. Oh, yeah, the, the uh, four gate. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, like, that's when I went down. I went through and I uh, tried a few of the other spokes. But, yeah, like, I just banged my head against everything because because one it was so slow and you know two two people are like oh you you should use you know magic and all sort of stuff i'm like but i'm goddamn melee um and (laughs) (laughs) so so like i i i ended up having to to dupe to just change my stats so the game became a little bit less uh formidable i guess but uh but it was it was fun like i liked demons but like 
because from three to demons, like you just lose so much. Like it's so murky and um, lumbering and like you said, like rough around the edges or whatever. But uh, that was still fun. Like I think the weird thing with that is I had all the the knowledge that, you know, I could roll through the um, that massive archer thing um, before the um, the idol. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. instead the of weird uh, instead of going machine. all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of going all the way around, you just time your rolls and then you're fine. Um, and so the little things that I did, I I summoned someone once, uh, which was really strange. Or got summoned once. Like I kept putting my sign down um, and everything, but like, yeah, like going through that. I, I had to dupe to get through that game because, you know, like getting to Flame Lurker and like um, uh, False King Alant just destroyed me every single time and I'm looking up, how do I kill this prick? Um, like, and so they're like, oh, when you get through the fog gate, don't do anything and, like, and, and just sort of shoot him with arrows and he won't aggro. And I'm like, I don't have time for that. Uh, and, <laughs> and then it's like, it's like, put on your seat, like, go behind this wall, and then and then it's like, and then go and come and destroy me. And I'm like, ah, what is happening? Um, and and so like, yeah, just eventually sort of getting through it. But um, yeah, it still didn't turn me off enough to like not want to plan them and go get that bloody. Um, Bladestone. Was it pure Bladestone? Yeah. yeah. I, I managed to get the Bladestone, like, uh, after a while. Like, I, I think I, I messaged you, didn't I, like, to, to see if you had, like, a specific ring or something. Um, oh, the fucking, um, what is it, the hero oh. ring? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think, I think Demon Souls, maybe when I was thinking of Dark Souls earlier, I was actually thinking of Demon Souls. I think Demon Souls are server-locked, so... I, I don't think that U.S. and um, Australia can play with each other, and that was the reason I couldn't help you out. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I ended up getting it, and what it was, I um, I'd accidentally let one of the um, Black Phantoms bleed out, and if you let them die to anything but an attack, it doesn't count towards <sighs> um, tendency. It's so frustrating. And so I go through <laughs> the whole thing. And accident because uh, I used the um, the um, falchion or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and because that has a bleed effect eventually, like yeah, I think it was um, uh, the dude uh, in four one, um, Setsuki or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I got you. Okay, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. And so like I'd accidentally let him bleed out, um, and and then I'm going back and I'm going to. The monumental, not man, is it monumental? The little kid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, give me the fucking ring. Like I've done everything you want me to do. <laughs> give me the ring. <laughs> and, and, and I wouldn't have it. And I'm like, I do not want to go into a new game plus and have to do a whole bunch of stuff to to get it. And it turns out I I went into new game plus and just had to get pure black tendency and kill one of the red, uh, the black red or black phantoms or whatever. Um. And then he gave me the ring, and then everything was right in the world. But uh, like after farming pure bladestone, and then not being given one of the easier ones to do, mm-hmm. uh, it just uh, it killed me. I'm like, I've done all this effort. Like, it's it's a stupid thing to get hung up on, but um, but knowing how much time I put into like just farming all this shit, like the pure bladestone, the ears, um, oh, what is it? what's 
Is there a bad one in Dust Bowl's one? The Chandler's Trident to get the Knights Honor Trophy. That was the that was the big one. Well, I guess there's some there's some miracle stuff like to farm the um, sunlight medals. Like if you weren't doing that online or anything like that, that could be a bit of a pain in the ass to get um, the Dark Moon Blade and all that stuff. But the one that everyone has a problem with, generally speaking, is trying to get the Chandler's Trident because it's a random drop and you have to farm those Chandlers and the Duke's archives for ever and ever and ever. It feels like. Uh, yeah. See, I think I might have already had that. Um, cool. Yeah. And that, that's where I'm lucky. Yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah, like there are a few of them. Like, um, where it was this torture. Like, I think I, I wrote it down. Like, I can't remember. Like, I end up getting a tally. Like, I looked up like the, the drop rate uh, of the ears on those nights and I, I was trying my hardest to like, just, I'm like, no, no, no. Yes. I got one. No, yes, I got one. No, 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 no. And like I kept a tally of it. And I think I ended up with like oh like at least ninety pieces of every part of their set. Like, um and it was just, just terrible. Like that was that was the worst. That was the bore that was the most boring thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. Um to to get those things. And you know, I'd have the covenant put on just in case I get dragged somewhere to do it. But at that time, it wasn't very good. Like now, it's like quite, actually quite good. Like, because um, I'm just going through with my other character, like um, leveling up through the spears, but not actually being a spear. Um, gotcha. Okay. Because, like, I, I I did go and kill Medea, but like, I never ever. I don't care if I ever go back down that uh, that hole uh, <laughs> to buy them. Again. <laughs> like that was the that that's a tipping point like where it comes it's just not fun like yeah. if it looks like i think even even getting summoned and helping someone else out i think i've only killed that boss once like so what once for me and then i as a help as a co-op I've, I've helped one other person do it every other time you just die or they die and it's sort of like what's the point like to get into a covenant that you can get summoned for anyway uh by not being part of the covenant yeah it seems to be kind of a dumb reward i'm I'm not a huge fan of that fight and um i've had some people kind of say like well you should you should approach it like this and i think i just i I just need to take a break from the souls games for a while and i have been i haven't haven't played any of the souls games in in a few weeks if not even longer so um yeah I don't know. I think I was just a little frustrated coming off the end of Dark Souls three, so I just never, I don't, never bothered to kill it because, like, why? <laughs> like, I'm not interested in being in that boss fight, so yeah. why bother? Uh, well, Barry, thank you for for waking up super early in the morning and like hanging out with me for an hour. I really, really appreciate this. I know this was the time zone change makes this extraordinarily difficult always when I record from Australia. So, thank you very much for being so flexible. I really appreciate it. No, no worries. It was fun. Where, um, if people would like to come chat with you on the internet, where can they go find you? Uh, just at Speculotype, uh, on, I mainly use Instagram, uh, but I do every now and then get on Twitter. It's mainly about design stuff. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm a type designer, so like a lot of my things just get put on there. But, um, you know, if they end up being interested in that, um, then they can always come and see me and talk to me there. Cool. Well, thank you very much again for guesting. I very much appreciate it. No, thanks for, thanks for getting me on. Hopefully uh, the listeners will like it as well. 
As always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. You can find the podcast at don'tgiveupskeleton.com. That has links to previous episodes as well as all of the various social media sites that the podcast just has to exist on nowadays because it's a podcast and that's what you do on the internet. Uh, pay specific attention to the Instagram. We do put out very quick videos, which are basically previews for every single episode that goes up every Wednesday. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for leaving iTunes reviews. It's very much appreciated. And remember, don't give up skeleton. And we're good. No worries. Um, I end up finding the bloody record button. Uh, <laughs> uh, about halfway through because...